0: capsicums yes capsicums which means bell pepper it does Uh this week on (laughs) australian american translations we will be discussing capsicums do you Um, say aubergine instead of eggplant no okay actually the french word for eggplant and i think that people only ever use it when they're trying to make eggplant sound fancy probably i think i just heard it on great british bake-off yeah i think they just say it because people were like eggplant and now they're like no this is aubergine Aubergine. (laughs) it's like courgette (laughs) for zucchini uh wait you call it zucchini right we call it zucchini okay good yeah (laughs) i was a little worried for a minute that but
1: do you say it again the pepper Capsicum, capsicum. Is that just bell pepper, and then you have other kinds of peppers, or is that like a universal pepper? I mean, all the peppers. Is it like a jalapeno, capsicum.
0: capsicum? No, it's a it's a jalapeno. <laughs> well, just <a> jalapeno,
1: <laughs> or a jalapeno. I'm trying you know. to understand your culture. <laughs> you cannot play God. Then wash your hands of the things that you've created. Sooner or later. Day comes, and you can't hide from the things that you've done anymore.
0: Welcome back to another week of Beers Beats, Battlestar Galactica, and yes, beds again, where we, your hosts, Lisa and Kaylee, take you through the sci-fi original series, Battlestar Galactica, episode by episode. And tonight we're drinking, tonight it is tonight, it is way to.
1: <laughs> it was today, and now it is
0: tonight. <laughs> <laughs> way to way to kick it off. We are
1: both drinking two beers that are different but the same. So we have um, two roads beers. Uh, as we in the series, we have humans and Cylons both searching for the road to Earth. So we have two roads. Lil Heaven. Mm-hmm. And and mine's road to ruin. So what'll it be? Do you yeah. think? Yeah.
0: Oh, I don't know. What do
1: you think this story is going to end at? Little heaven or road to ruin? Look, I
0: don't know. It's too hard <laughs> to say.
1: Where's this from? Uh,
0: let's have a look. Hmm. Oh, it's lots of places. It looks like. Oh no, is that? There's lots of letters there. Stratford, Connecticut. Connecticut. Huh. huh. Connecticut. I've heard so much about it. I'm going to have to get up there one day. Oh, we
1: should um, take the ferry from Long Island. Oh, that'd be really nice. You just want to get me to Long Island. Yeah. (laughs) Long Island is great. (laughs) It's so funny because when I talk to other people about Long Island, they don't share that sentiment. Look, Long Island is long. There are good (laughs) parts and there are bad parts, but taking the ferry is a delightful experience. Okay. I guess I should do it while while
0: I live here. Yeah, of course. Um, I think I also have a friend in Connecticut. I'm pretty sure that's where she lives, and she was like, "Come stay with me." And I all was right. like, "Okay, <laughs> go hang out with your friend." and Well, it's just it. another state I can tick off my list. <laughs> um, all right, let's. Should we just get into this? Should we just dive right in? It might be a short episode or a
1: really long one. Depending yeah, you know how, how we like to ramble when we're not. <laughs> we don't want to focus on the episode, because maybe it's not our favorite. Perhaps not. So tonight we're talking about, tonight, uh, season three, episode seven, A Measure of Salvation. This was written by Michael Angeli, who also wrote the episode uh, Six Degrees of Separation, which Mm -hmm. is the one with uh, Sharon Godfrey, six. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm and it was directed by Bill Eagles first and last episode for bill oh great mm-hmm. well
0: not going to miss him nope that was um yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe why it was the last um it wasn't just the direction it was it was everything there's a
1: lot oh we got a we got a lot to talk about yeah here. yeah i mean yeah. sometimes a, i have some I Have some beef with this episode,
0: yeah. But I mean, one thing I will say is, um, your girl Matthias is back. Freaking oh, Matthias! Damn it! Mathias. Damn it! <laughs> Swedish training is that word. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it down, and I was like, Matthias, no, Matthias, 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 Matthias. You can back. do it. I can do it. She's all over this episode. I know. I every time I saw her, I'm like, oh, Kaylee. Like, <laughs> Love it. There she is. I love it. <laughs> She's
1: setting up perimeters. I know. She is... She's all over everything. <laughs> all right. Let's just dive right into our mm-hmm. um beat by beat. So when last we left our heroes, uh big previous leons as usual. Big previous leons. So they've just discovered um uh, at the Lions Head Nebula. Yep. The, the Dead Cylons. They've discovered Dead Cylons. Mm-hmm. Dead Dead Salon Raiders, mm. Dead Salon Base Ship. So they've come back now with Galactica and a whole bunch of uh, raptors, mm-hmm. and everybody's going to check out the ship. Yep. Yeah. Except
0: can I say, I'm just really confused. Why is Hilo never on a plane anymore?
1: A plane? A Viper? <laughs>
0: like, I feel like he just never <laughs> flies. Did he used to um, fly, or did I
1: imagine that? I don't think Hilo ever flew. Maybe he was a backup person. Oh, he did. Well, because... He We met him on Caprica, no? And then it took them forever to get to the fleet because he was with...
0: Yeah, but he was
1: on a Viper or something before that. I don't know. Yeah, so he might have been flying because there was only the two of them. Oh, maybe. I don't actually recall. Speaking of Hilo,
0: <laughs> congratulations to him for winning the Vanilla the, Award. The Vanilla King Award. Uh, yes. Um, we had the results, which were seventy five percent for our friend Hero, 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 the Hero, <laughs> thirteen percent uh, for Tyrell and twelve percent for Billy. But I really feel like that must be like twelve and a half percent each, and I don't know. Maybe Twitter just says something mm, against halves. Yeah. It doesn't seem right. It's a weird um,
1: algorithm. So, who voted for Billy? Oh, so people identified themselves. No. They? Or no, they identified themselves voting for Tyrrell, They said they wanted to vote for I Billy. think nobody owned voting for Bill. No. Um, it's like, too shameful. I mean, it would
0: have... I mean, it's just the fact that it's the same amount as Tyrell.
1: Right. But I, I honestly thought it would be a closer race between Tyrell, yeah. Tyrell and Hilo. I thought it'd be a little closer. And what a great! Uh, we did not plan for this vote to happen right before this very Hilo-centric episode. It is. It's a very uh, Hilo-centric episode. We'll have to, um, yeah, yeah. I do. You feel more strongly in favor of Hilo after seeing this episode? Yeah, I mean, he might be a contender for
0: our BD or what I think. Yeah. Although I don't know, like he's
1: you know? You that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, let's get through this. All right. So, um nobody knows what's going on. Athena is like, Oh, this is new. I'm I'm silent, I never seen anything like this before. Yep. They're, they're weaving course, through. Tough time for our girl Athena,
0: Ooh, by boy. the way. Yeah. Like just watching people who look exactly like her just like dead.
1: Like call her a traitor and then die. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, she goes through a lot in this episode. She does. Okay. You ready for our first of many, 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 many plot holes? Mm hmm. What? I'm what? ready for it. What? Why aren't they wearing helmets? Oh, yeah. It doesn't make, make any sense. What? there's this dead silent it doesn't chip. look good <laughs> they're like like at at best they don't they don't know about the disease but they know the cylon ship is malfunctioning wouldn't you be concerned about like the yeah. atmosphere or some, look, they, none of them Kayleigh, have ever been on a cylon ship it was mostly important for them to look good <sighs> yeah it, well no it was mostly important for them to all be exposed <laughs> to the virus so we could but have a plot in this exposed, episode even if they wore
0: helmets i would argue Anyway, I you're just... right. You're right. You're 100% right. <laughs> Plot hole number one. Continue.
1: <laughs> so they're just there's tons of them. They're all just running around the Cylon ship, breathing the air like it's totally fine. It's exactly what you do when you see a whole bunch of diseased people mm-hmm. on a ship. And not only that, they just they have no concept of recognizing that these people look sick. They're just like, what's going on with these people? <laughs> not people they're like Silence. sweaty and yeah. groaning and yeah. all splayed out everywhere never saw it before hmm. can't even think about it but even before they do that they're, they're like running down one single hallway and apollo's like no sign of life here it's like just go into a room like you just you're in a hallway <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> i guess they just used to battle star Galactica at this point I guess when just it's so everywhere. crowded yeah yep.
1: Um, but yeah, so they get to, I don't know, whatever the salon equivalent of the CIC, I think is. Mm. Um, and they're like, there's 30 to 40 dead skin jobs and, skin um, jobs. poor <laughs> Athena. It's rough. Uh, and yeah, Athena is like trying to be helpful here as the resident salon. So she sticks her hand in that yeah. really gross looking goopy water. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> and I think it's racetrack it was like, you sure you want to do that? She's yeah. like, what? yeah i guess <laughs> <laughs> this is the only way we're gonna get any information she lets out like the most sciency dribble i've ever heard here like, i can't did you write it down? i did not write it down and i'm really regretting it it's all right we'll um, find it just... We'll
0: make a poem out of it <laughs> no okay We're done with that.
1: I think we're done with poetry. (laughs) I don't
0: know. I'd love some feedback on on the poem from our Patreon supporters.
1: I haven't even heard it. Oh, yeah. I was supposed to say it (laughs) because I don't support
0: us on Patreon. (laughs) You support us all the time.
1: Yeah. Let us know more poetry, less poetry. Let us know what you want out of this (laughs) Battlestar Galactica recap podcast. (sighs) <sighs> and then so they think all the the are dead. And then conveniently five completely different models are crawling around and they're like, oh, frack, they're alive. Yeah. And they kind of don't know what to do with them. It looks like they're in too bad of a shape to really put up a fight. So Apollo tells them to hold their fire. Sorry,
0: I'm opening my second beer already. <laughs> I feel like I should offer some transparency it's just that
1: kind of episode mm-hmm. just that kind of day just that kind of week it's definitely that kind of week <laughs> um and athena uh goes over to the cylons who are like joining hands in prayer we find out later this is called the prayer to the cloud of unknowing oh great which is a prayer that they say when they know they're going to die and not be resurrected Yep. It's just a little piece of silent culture there yep yeah Um, she goes over and talks to another three wait three i don't know yes diana's eight i don't know
0: i feel like they don't always tell us the numbers of people
1: no we know all their numbers i just i got i got scared as the resident expert that i was wrong i don't know you should um (laughs) just call it what (laughs) she goes over to another sharon okay uh that's that's better for me who calls her a traitor and then she's like save yourself and then, oh, it's just such, such good sick acting from everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a beacon, a <laughs> carrot, a pestilence. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you study theater? <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk about it very often. <laughs> <laughs> and so they they hear this and Matthias just goes, son of a bitch. Yeah. All over, all over yeah. so much. She's so
0: good. Yeah. Oh, this is a different flavor. I'm on oh, you're having a little heaven now? I oh, am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought I went to hell first. No, I'm yeah, it was heaven. an
1: interesting choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: I feel like maybe it says something about us. The w- I chose the ruin one first. I'm like, <laughs> fuck it. Let's
1: <laughs> do it. I'm going from heaven to did hell, these, I suppose. Yeah. Did these come? No, I rearranged them in the bodega. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say Bodegas are usually pretty chill about that. Bodegas are chill about everything. Yeah, man. I love also that you found these in a bodega. Usually go to a fancy beer store. No, bodegas. It honestly bodegas charge probably as much as a fancy beer store. I um yeah, I like it. It was a solid choice to
0: go for heaven and hell. Yeah. Mm. Who knows? Where the road to earth will take us. (laughs) Sorry, you were talking about Matthias.
1: Oh, I was. That's how I got distracted. I, I said a name right. Oh my heart. So my note just says, oh, no, we've all been exposed to the disease that we very could have easily not been exposed to had we been wearing helmets, except we did <laughs> not do that. <laughs> Great note. Uh-huh. Uh, so we go to the credits. Our population, is, we're down two people from the last episode. No explanation. Did we lose anybody in Torn? Uh, did we? I mean, we don't see Ty in this episode, but presumably he's coming back. This is the first episode without Ty. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, actually, we didn't see much of Starbucks
0: either. Yeah,
1: did tell we me, see tell me about it. I know it's very sad. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime um, there's not a lot of Starbucks in an episode, I'm like, why am I watching this <laughs> show? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not totally true, but I mean, we did have some um, good Rosalina. No, we're time. gonna get a teeny bit of Starbucks uh, towards the end, but there's also a deleted scene from this episode. Oh, uh, that did you watch it with Starbucks? No, I. I don't know if it's on the DVD or if there's just rumors about it, uh, but I don't, I'm watching on Hulu, like the rest of everybody, because like who us, watches the DVDs anymore? I mean, I feel like probably
0: some of our listeners, I nice suppose. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I've just started watching Charmed this week, which um, uh, Kaylee knows about. I, I never watched Charmed. A lot of Buffy fans seem to like Charmed. I had a bad week and I was like... I just sometimes feel a bit sad to keep rewatching um, <laughs> the same shows that I already watched a million times. So I'm like, what other show from the 90s can I watch that I can then? It's probably a logical watch a choice. Times? So I, I went for Charmed, um, which is I'm actually really enjoying rewatching <laughs> the whole first season. I'd love to know if some of our listeners are fans, uh, and I've just started listening to um, Charmed: A Spellcast, which has been started by some New York podcasting
1: Ooh. Um, potential podcast BFFs for us I
0: think that they could be so if you're listening please be our
1: friends um, do I have to watch Charmed to be friends with them <laughs> <laughs> look <laughs> it's, I think you should come on this journey with me all right after my journey into the utter camp that was Xena I, really I might be in Xena. a better place to watch Charmed is Xena on Hulu yeah it is oh amazing yeah and there's a great Xena there's Xena warrior podcast which I was checking in with uh, is throughout it, is it pretty queer uh yeah oh I think good i can't i can't remember the orientations of the delightful hosts but um yeah. they definitely talk about the queerness of xena a oh, lot and Zena itself is very oh yeah queer. yeah yeah
0: xena is super queer i watched a few episodes when i was a kid and i remember but no i'm liking charmed i'm enjoying it Nice. it's 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 been fun um yeah I, and they're all really hot that's also a bonus it doesn't hurt but i also watched season five of bojack horseman since oh last I, time i
1: think i finally made my way through it
0: i actually just like forgot that the new episodes would come out and then i looked and i was like oh my god there's a whole season i didn't see but isn't like, it wonderful to live around. in our time but like sometimes <laughs> you just like you know you just ha- get distracted for a couple of months and you just miss sure. something like that and then yeah. it's exciting because you can just binge it all in a day yeah it's amazing Okay, so I do have a life I would like to (laughs) stay outside
1: of TV watching. Um, I did a lot
0: of things this week. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm.
1: And then you needed to recover from those things with a little 90s binge. This is
0: the thing about being a social introvert I (laughs) cannot, I can do really well with people, but like then I have to come home and sit by myself for several hours.
1: I operate very similarly. Yeah, okay, yeah. great. We're all we're all like that here. That's why we're together. That's why we're all listening to a recap podcast about two thousands sci fi TV to show. To be
0: fair, that's what I listen to as well. Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. Go through my book, they're like, what podcast do you listen to? I'm like. I listen to like two Buffy podcasts and like maybe two Angel podcasts and then also (laughs) I'm listening to a Harry Potter podcast right now and now a charmed one. Yeah, man. It's just all that. We should ask our
1: listeners what other podcasts they could recommend.
0: Yeah. Or what TV shows. I know everybody says The Expanse and I tried to get into it, but I I still have have not watched that. Maybe we
1: should try and get into it
0: together. Okay. Yeah, or maybe we should wait until we finish this. and There's our next one. No, I feel like there's probably enough podcasts about The Expanse. Yeah, let's
1: get through this first.
0: I know. It's really fun to hypothesize Oh, it totally a new podcast, though. <laughs> 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 Even though by the end of this, you'll be like, get out of my enough! life. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I'd probably miss it. Oh, Aww. we'll find
0: something else to do. Yeah. Anyway, you, we knew this would happen.
1: <laughs> we told you we would tangent <laughs> and here we are let's go back
0: to the episode <laughs> can we are we up to the scene yet? we're out of the credits
1: okay does that mean we're with gaius naked again not just yet first we gotta hear a lot from coddle oh. i do love a coddle heavy episode he is Where very heavy there are Cottle. some
0: lines that are a little bit well,
1: yeah
0: sure yeah also, can we talk about the fact that
1: they're like, "Oh, the ship just exploded behind us. It's lucky yeah. we got out on top. What? No one, no one takes any time with that moment. They're just like, "Whoa, <laughs> that was a close one." Like, of course, it's exactly they were what all happened. they were all on there. There was no reason to have that many people on that ship, and it just exploded. And then they just they like do this cut to Athena, where she's like looking really shifty, and it's like, "Did you?" Do they want us to think that she made the ship explode or is she just worried that she's like sick? That's a know. very I weird moment. Us,
0: I think they were trying to make us like worried that she's sick. but it
1: also, like, I don't know. There was just a moment there where they just lingered on her a little too long. And it was like, why did the ship explode? Do you have something (laughs) to do with it? We're never going to come back to this. Hooray. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, now we can move on to more naked naked guys. So, I did check in again with uh, our friend Ronald D. Moore's podcast Mm -hmm. about this episode. And he (laughs) literally said that James they had more scenes with him just like walking around fully nude and like you know just covering himself mm-hmm. a little bit and um he was like this James was too funny and too charming for us to show those scenes where are they i don't know where are they give us the scenes <laughs> we need the scenes <laughs> we need the naked funny charming James Callis scenes yeah Yes, he was like and it. Just it just didn't play within the episode because it was like too adorable,
0: <laughs> of course. Because it's James Callis. Um, can I also just like there is like crazy longing looks between Diana and
1: Six. Oh,
0: like they we were looking at each other. I was like, whoa.
1: Yeah, they're in a really weird love triangle. It's a weird. Love Triangle. Wait, do you watch Crazy Ex Girlfriend? I have I watched like the first season and I okay. don't think I got past that.
0: Okay. Yeah, the first few episodes are very extra. A lot of people don't make it past the first few <laughs> and then it settles, but there is a song about love triangles. Um that's really you want to sing
1: us a few bars? No.
0: <laughs> Chicken. <laughs> I'll post it on our Twitter. <laughs> okay. It's just her being like super ditzy but like in a very Marilyn Monroe-esque way with all of these gentlemen. And then she's like, I don't know, she does something about giving them a treat and they're like, lady, we're all gay. Okay. <laughs> 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 we literally don't want anything from you.
1: Yeah, it sounds Anyway, right.
0: I'll post it up. It's anyway,
1: great. Speaking of music, the piano tune. Oh, it's still beautiful. It's Beethoven. I didn't yeah. even know. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't write down what particular, I don't know sonata it is, but it's. That's nice. That's okay. Well, heaven.
0: cheers to us for our great taste of music.
1: <laughs> um, we really, I just, this I think this composure <laughs> could be big. <laughs> I just, I think people should listen to this little piano ditty. It's beautiful. I think they'd enjoy it. <laughs> what, <laughs> what beautiful
0: composing is this? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Oh, uh, yes. we gotta get through this. So my notes are just like bolt are naked. Yeah, well, six Diana and, and six chemistry. Yeah.
1: Diana and six are trying to. Um, also Get more information out of him. Paternal? Yeah, they kind of like. You should have told us the truth. I feel mm. like that's like a
0: real big like parent thing. Like mm-hmm. we're not upset that you did it. I we're just, just I like that, that you went lied. with
1: paternal and not maternal. Oh, Maybe yeah. some more candidates for BDE.
0: Or I mean, potentially. It's just the patriarchy operating its way on. Oh, also you that. Know?
1: I I choose to see it in a.
0: I mean. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Diana could be a Beatty. No, I feel like Six would be the contender of this episode. She's like, I'm going to fuck you out of pain. Yeah. I mean, those scenes are so hot. I can't even. It's. We'll get there. We'll get there.
1: And so they're asking Gaius, and there's just, at this point, he has done so much lying, he can no longer speak without sounding like he's lying. He's like, I really, I swear I didn't know anything <laughs> about the beacon. So I good. promise. I mean, I sort of saw it, but like, I didn't say anything because you would accuse me, which obviously you're accusing me now. He's <laughs> so just, funny. It's such a good rant. He's so great. James Callis, please come uh, on our podcast. We love please you. Please sit in the bed with us. We'll oh, buy you some beer. My goodness.
0: hmm <laughs> (laughs) mental image just now these are the things that in australia you're like i could never get anyone on the podcast and now i'm like how can we get them on the podcast we live in the same country
1: where does he live here well he's english no can our fans please
0: tell us which battlestar galactica cast live in america and preferably new york which ones are in new york but also i'm I'm sure i need to go the west coast at some point
1: we could also think about attending some sort of convention Ooh yes we could i have i have a bit of experience with sci-fi conventions
0: um do you think that they would pay us to go
1: (laughs) yeah we definitely (laughs) can you please write into comic like 60 listeners per episode
0: (laughs) (laughs) we have more than 60 (laughs)
1: listeners
0: we have at least triple figures <laughs> and we love you right into conventions.
1: <laughs> you tell guys them- are amazing. Yeah, yeah. Tell, tell them that we're you- almost
0: up there with buffering the
1: vampire slayer. Oh we're yeah. So close. But just, just <laughs> out of the running of being in Esquire's <laughs> top 10. <or> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're so close. Oh man. Uh, but so guys gives this apology and then he's like, so anyway, about Earth, I was thinking. <laughs> does not notice that two centurions are rolling up on him on his yep. naked ass. So naked for a second, you think they're going to kill him? Yes. Like you do. I'm sorry, it has to be this way, guys. Yes, yeah. you no, shouldn't. No, but have they lied. never would have killed him. No, obviously. How could they get rid of James Callas? <laughs> no one would dare. Mm-hmm. No, it's going to be torture instead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. So Torture's yeah, we're great. we're jumping right in. Uh, to technically the torture chamber but really we're back at the sexy time beach yeah which actually is a different the first sexy time beach was an actual beach and then this time they were like six is going to take her top off so we're not allowed to be on the beach (laughs) and they had to move it to a sound studio oh really yeah but also like who's paying attention to the scenery when six takes her top off anyway fair enough Mm. you could kind of tell by the sand the sand looks really fake
0: I wasn't looking
1: at the page, <laughs> truthfully. <laughs> it's I, a good dress. <laughs> it's such a good dress. It's like dress. half bra, half dress. It's really nice. She, she's worn it before. I know. It's But I admire dress. Dress. it every time. I need a dress like that. Yeah. I need to work
0: out a bit more first and
1: then I need a dress like that. <laughs> we should be on the lookout. Um, I'll get there. Yeah, so she tries to convince guys that like the pain is all in his head and he should just you know in his mind stay there with her and leave his body yeah question yeah
0: is he just sitting at this table with just the biggest giant james callis boner
1: i think maybe not yet but probably when they're having sex yeah yeah i I, they really don't address that and i think that's you know, Another probably a good loophole? choice on their part. Oh, um, yeah. I want
0: to know about it because it's like, you know, when he's like having sex in the office one time and like someone
1: walks yeah, in he's, he's like, like, like fucking a wall. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is it like the same thing that's happening right now? Like, does he come? Ew. Yeah. Oh, he was like, oh. It's weird. Like from torture. Like it's all weird. Like when
1: he's. Like, it's all weird. It's and super I, weird. I will tell you. Like um, he acts
0: the shit out of it. And. Oh yeah.
1: A hundred percent. Like James Callis. There's like, n- nothing. Nothing he can't do. Yeah. Um I will say that on the. On his podcast. Uh, Ronald D. E. Moore. About half of the episode. Just talked About um dealing with the network and what they were allowed to show and were not allowed to show especially like within this episode Mm -hmm. it's like oh well six can only do like four pelvic thrusts any more than that and it's not (laughs) allowed (laughs) (laughs) i don't know that we really could have gotten to (laughs) the erection exists in both the imaginary world and i mean you could see like a little little tent it's very subtle. Mm-hmm. I think that would have it also put just, them into the TVMA category. Yeah. Yeah. You're just going to have to it's like the um, create your own hush, story. you know
0: how in hush in Buffy. Buffy oh, I'm job, I'm familiar. Um And they have a couple of things. One, which is Spike doing the fuck off sign with his hands, which is British, but Americans Mm -hmm. don't know it. So they got away with it.
1: Yeah. he was
0: like basically sticking his middle finger up, but they're like, oh, it's fine. It's just a backwards peace sign. No, guys, that's not what that is. Um, He
1: also talked about on the podcast um, that they were allowed to show like sex happening, but they were like, oh, well, she's not allowed to orgasm. So it's like how... (laughs) that is the like the most patriarchal yeah bullshit about heard. My he was like thing. so we're allowed to show sex but we're not allowed to show female pleasure women enjoying it
0: one of my favorite things i don't know if anybody has watched marty noxon's unreal mm-hmm. i love it mm-hmm. and one of my favorite things like when i knew that i loved that show because the premise of it doesn't sound very feminist at all and one of the most amazing things is i think it's in the first episode where she's just masturbating I think it's the first episode and it's like,
1: yes, (laughs) (laughs) this show is going to be great. I love that show. Oh, it's so good. I love the two of them. Those actresses are so good. Oh,
0: so good. And Outlander, um, which is Ronald D. Moore's other show, which Mm -hmm. I've only really seen the first season of. But the first episode it's like set in like the 20s and he like goes down on her and I'm like yes. This was created after obviously women were allowed to be but like the sex in that show is all about female pleasure and it's so fucking good. I am into
1: that. Also that shows on stars, yeah. So they had way less network oh i don't understand these it. things in any the US. basically any channel that runs with commercials i know hbo is allowed to do everything hbo can do anything they want yeah um, i understood that yeah any channel that runs with commercials has to deal with a network who's dealing with advertisers who are like pull their sponsorship if things get too sexy yeah um, that's crazy yeah. um this was also you know 2006 mm. uh, i think approaching 2007 at this point so i think we've tv has come a long way since then yeah, but I mean, in the last 10 years. Yeah. I mean, obviously
0: they showed lesbian sex on Buffy with the vending machine incident. Yeah, yeah, if for and <laughs> for anyone who's not um
1: I can confirm that uh lesbian sex is when two witches clasp hands and move a vending machine together or take with their petals minds. off a flower. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. This is v- very accurate speaking I as concur. a queer person. I yes. can confirm this. Great. Yeah. That
0: was my experience also <laughs> um, for anybody who's wondering.
1: Yeah. So, you um, know, so women
0: can orgasm. Just throwing that out there.
1: They can. And they actually, he, he responded to them and was like, well, Ellen came in a previous episode and they were like, she did. <laughs> 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 she did. Oh it. no. Did she? When she was, uh, well, Doing she, twist? I think we, f- she faked it, but I think, you, yeah. She, for all they care about female pleasure, faking it is the same thing. Well, I mean, that's probably their experience at home. <laughs> Sorry to throw you guys all
0: out of the bus, but it's fair. You're <laughs> responsible for women thinking they can't have pleasure. Also, just as bad is like when women on TV only come through penetration and it's only something like 20 or 30% of women who can do that. Mm-hmm. And like, Always on TV, like people are constantly. Yeah, and after like from penetration, two like, minutes no of fucking. How that works. Yeah,
1: with like no, like, Clitoral no warm up, no yeah. anything. Yeah, Sex in the City is pretty bad for that, actually. I haven't watched a lot of
0: Sex in the City. <laughs> hasn't dated well mm. definitely don't watch the episodes on queer issues yikes um yeah i will re-watch it because i was living. you know what
1: the l word gets stuff wrong with queer women. So like nobody was doing it right back no. then
0: sex and City's particularly bad there's a, a particularly amazing episode on bisexuals which i think i watched half of recently and was like nope i just skipped it <laughs> i watched all of sex and city recently because i was staying in the upper east side and i was like am i carrie Bradshaw? and so I think, <laughs> I think i am i was living like a block <laughs> from her so i was like i guess i'd better watch Sex in the city again anyway <laughs>
1: shall we move on
0: <laughs> wow we really lived up to our tangent promise mm-hmm. you're welcome
1: guys you're welcome this is the podcast of tangents i, I just want to mention that guys is in a very comfy torture chair <laughs> it is very <convenient. laughs> my dad has one of those loungers that like can rock all all the way back mm-hmm. and that's kind of what it reminds me of i also just love like really minimalist like futuristic looking torture machines mm-hmm. that are just like it's i don't know give him finger. like a glowy belt and like some metal things on his finger and, and then make him scream a lot that's all they need yeah
0: i love it it's great what effects mm. um apologies for background noise by the way i feel like s- people just drive past with really loud music sometimes i the be i can't even hear anything oh can't you Mm -mm. oh that's good it must be through you've got your head
1: rested on the window (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's a very professional operation here people
0: (laughs) i just i just gave up i don't even have my notes in front of me anymore i just leaned
1: back (laughs) just lay down (laughs) i was like just let's just get it over with i get get this yeah you know i'm queen of notes Uh, but guy is still six. He loves her and she looks genuinely happy in the midst of all this weirdness. She like gives. This Wait, did we already smile. get to that part? Well, that's in the same scene. We haven't gotten out of that scene and back to it yet.
0: Oh, haven't we? I thought that I did that scene several times. No, he times. tells Diana. He,
1: he, he tells Diana later. I also switch between Diana and Deanna, He sorry. In this, uh, he tells Caprica Six that he loves her and she gives this like. Oh, yeah. He just got tortured that. and he still loves me. He must really love me. little yeah. smile. And it's yeah. weird. Mm. They
0: just call her Caprica now. They've just shortened it. They've it's just very, shortened it. It's very Australian of Lucy Lawless, who is a Kiwi. It's kind of the same. It's... I wish I was Kiwis, but doing much better. Oh. No, I mean, they just doing you better. You heard it here.
1: Australian. <laughs> 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 I mean, Lisa their prime minister is just boss. And if you
0: have not heard of Jacinda Ardern, you should just go look up what she's doing because it's great. She's like super young. She got pregnant... When she came into office and she's like, that's okay. My boyfriend, not even married. My boyfriend's just going to take care of our kid. That's better. it's going to be fine. And I'm going to bring in all of these amazing policies. And seriously, like if you have not been following New Zealand politics, you should just to make you feel good about the world.
1: All right. Somebody's doing it, right?
0: Yeah. Don't follow Australian politics. It's a terrible mistake. Yeah. A lot of
1: parts of the world are pretty <laughs> fracked right now, oh, which just, is why we love to live in... 10 year old sci-fi series yes mm-hmm. it's great yeah so we've got um the whole flight crew under quarantine um there's some really good dialogue in here um with racetrack and hot dog like yeah i'm sick sick of you bugging me i know you, oh, dog, you were so sweet last episode
0: What's what gives
1: he's still sweet this is like like your like humor that you'd have with like your kid brother it's adorable <laughs> And He's like, You can kiss my infected ass. And, and then, then Coddle's like, You're not infected. You can kiss it, but it's not infected. <laughs> Win, Coddle. You did great. <laughs> Good sense of humor. Great timing. Yeah, so the humans are immune to the virus, but Athena has to stay because we don't know about her I yet. haven't her yet. And Hilo's like, How dare you? Yeah, he goes to see what she, Oh, is. she can wait because of who she
0: isn't. And um, it's- actually, what really shit me off about this part. Yeah. I That's had right. it in my notes. I just oh, She up. Is leaned. she's <laughs> leaned in, folks. Doc Cottle actually says, you stay put, robot. And I was like, Doc Cottle, you're better than oh, that. Oh, I actually missed that. He is usually really good with Athena and just generally Cylons and treating them like people. Mm-hmm. And he failed on this point. Doc yeah,
1: well, I think a lot of people do things that are out of character in this episode, which is one of my biggest problems with it. Yeah, yeah. I said yeah, fracky.coddle. Yeah, um, I um, still, I still enjoy his oh, presence throughout the episode. He is great.
0: I'm a big fan. It's, it's just you know, it's one of those I love you, but I just don't like you very much right now moments. You mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. yeah. So many. No, <laughs> you're looking at me like lowering myself into bed.
1: <laughs> before you're too like much of a blob to move. Can you grab me one of those road to ruins? We really, we really need more beer. We need a producer to hand us our beer. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Cottle is uh, announcing to... I'm not even sure where they are, but they've got Rosalind and Adama and Apollo and Hilo um, having a little meeting, uh, and he tells them it's lymphocytic encephalitis, Mm -hmm. obviously.
0: Why is Hilo there?
1: Uh, So Hilo got a promotion, I think, recently. Yeah, but still... Um, and he's also there to be a conscientious
0: objector. I know. Yeah. But like, that's what I mean. That seems to oh, be the only Ga- reason. is <laughs> here too. And we're going to get to that. Oh, um, but Gaida. yeah, so this
1: is a disease that was carried by rats. Humans developed an immunity a couple hundred years ago and more areas of medical exposition. Yes. Yep. So much of it. Um, so, but he's he can keep them alive. He can't totally cure it, but he can like give them some kind of medicine that will keep the disease from killing them. So Uh, then they have a whole debate about whether they should kill them and or torture them for information or what to do.
0: Yeah. Um, Shout out to Coddle for finding a cure and being like Like, seemingly very quickly. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, There's some great medicining hmm It's the official term, I think.
1: He does it very well. Yes. And um, Rosalind suggests that they uh, sort of dangle the cure in front of them in exchange for information. Um, and so they bring in Simon. This is the most I think we've heard him speak. I was very excited. Since the farm episode, at yes. least. Yeah.
0: Simon, thanks for listening to us, BSG producers. And yeah. given our boy some more lines. I'm sure it was about us, given that this was made 12 or so years ago
1: yeah well ronald d moore has another show about time travel so somehow i think that checks out yeah yeah cool yeah that's how it works yeah you make a show and then you listen to people record a podcast about it 10 years later Mm -hmm. and then you go back in time and change the plot ronald d moore time traveler heard it here first (laughs) (laughs) yeah so he tells them like all he doesn't put up any kind of fight he gives them so much information and uh he lets them know that like what's going to be the key of their plan that if they die and get resurrected onto a ship uh the disease will spread and he does this like yeah we'll get downloaded onto the resurrection ship and then it's what I call the yada, yada, yada argument. Like, <laughs> and then yada, 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 and the rest of the fleet will die. Like, there's no... The resurrection ship would probably be fracked, but there's no indication of how the disease would spread to any other ship. It's like the um,
0: my favorite political way of arguing, which is the underpants gnomes model, uh, which is step one, I'm get familiar. underpants. Step two. Question mark. Step three, profit. I <laughs> use that in political conversations so often, as people's way. So it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. The underpants. Yada yada yada. If you have not missing seen step two, yeah, whichever. Yeah. If mm-hmm. you have not seen underpants gnomes, I would say a lot of early South Park is not the best South Park. Like South Park is probably one of the best political satire shows of all time. <laughs> I love it. I watch every episode. I think it's great uh i don't love all the early seasons but if you can find the underpants gnomes episode it's actually excellent
1: yeah my argument was taken from uh seinfeld oh yadda yadda, yeah, yeah 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 classically known for its political commentary Yadda 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 is just a great expression it's amazing um i i would go back and watch that episode uh, so they find out also that um, Guy has told the Cylons to look for the Lions Head Nebula and Gaeta. He's so sad. It's like, wait, Guys. Is
0: Alive, (laughs) it's like my love,
1: (laughs) my only love, and my only hate. (laughs) Oh my god, my only love (laughs) sprung from my only
0: hate. Too early seen, unknown, and known too late. Oh, yeah, I was
1: really who's the theater major now.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, there was a big Shakespeare. uh, Oh, and I also really, you're such
1: a nerd in so many ways.
0: (laughs) I also had like a big like I wrote a lot of comparative essays in school on um on different uh, modern adaptions of Shakespearean plays. Mm. And there's actually a really amazing movie of Othello that was made oh? in the 90s or early You're talking 2000s. about O? I love it. With love Julia it. Stiles? Yes. <laughs> I love it so much.
1: I think it is so underrated. Like, I actually adore 10 Things I Hate About You as it's well. It's so
0: good. Yeah. Yes. So O is like, I don't know if it was popular here, but it was not at all in Australia.
1: Like, it was not a big, it wasn't like a big movie. It no. wasn't what what 10 things I hate about you was. But
0: like, I don't understand why, because it's so good. Like, so my dad used to hire out videos at the store that he had. And so we, I spent a lot of time cleaning shelves. And so I often took home movies that were not, this is also how I found saved, which I think we talked about last week with Mandy Moore and Macaulay Culkin. Mm -hmm. Also Um, classic. But like underrated as is, um, I don't know what you call it here. It's called the hairy bird in Australia, but I think it's called, uh it's got like three different names, but it's with Kirsten Junst and Kirsten Junst? Kirsten Kirsten um, and Gabby Hoffman and it's about these like girls at, at a school? school at a
1: school yes it's called all i want to do here and okay. i love it so much it's one of my
0: favorite movies <laughs> oh my of god. all time when they're the
1: daughters of the american Ravioli? yes
0: yes <laughs> and i'm sorry how is that movie not our mean girls of our generation
1: i don't i genuinely don't is, know
0: because i watched that movie oh my god we are I, ordered so on, I ordered it on i ordered it on dvd
1: because i got so i like missed it so much and i couldn't find it anywhere so i have, I the have DVD. it i have it on my hard drive I managed to find an illegal copy that I
0: downloaded. But I watched that movie. I show people that movie so much. I'm like, this is honestly one of the best. Like, and it's funny because I wonder, like, how I became so feminist and then i actually (laughs) look at the movies that i watched when i was a kid and so unbeknownst to me so many of them were oh yeah like did that movie 10 things i hate about you like heaps of stuff that i just didn't even even bring it on is pretty like girl Mm powery and i never even thought about it and i certainly didn't come from a family that thinks feminist is a good word oh wow no but no and i was raised by men so like for sure not and it's like Anyway, and then I, what, that movie's so good. If you guys haven't seen that, we should do a podcast episode on that.
1: We should because I don't, I literally I never have made, never met another person no, who yeah. knows what that movie is. And now I feel like we're closer than ever. I
0: have made so many people watch that <laughs> film and no one's ever heard of it.
1: It's so fantastic. It's so
0: good. <laughs> but also, always as well, I really like it. Josh Hartnett, I like him. Mackay Fiverr, I like him too. It's actually a really great cast. Even the guy who plays um, What's His Face, who's in 10 Things I Hate About You as well. Mm, mm, oh, what's his mm-hmm. name? I'm not going to remember it right now. He's the underpants guy from 10 Things I Hate About You, the one who's like, which one's better? <laughs> I think that one's more pensive.
1: <laughs> oh, I was going for thoughtful. <laughs>
0: That this has it turned too. into
1: a 90s teen movie podcast before your very so years. But
0: even, like, Legally Blonde is so great. Like, yeah. oh, man. Anyway, um, we've got a lot of future podcasts, guys. Oh, boy. It's just, like, what would you call it? It's, like, 90s
1: female power podcast. We'll come up with maybe a less clunky name, but... <laughs> I think, I think we're onto something here. I think so, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, sorry. In the
1: meantime, we this show's standards. pretty fracking feminist, too.
0: It is. And I like the way that it's feminist in a way that does not hit you over the head. And that is
1: subtle. Like, for example, Rosalind being into Apollo's plan. Yeah. And so, yeah, Apollo's plan is they're going to... Are we there yet? Yeah, we're basically there. Can they're, I say it is actually really fracking great. Plan. It's a solid plan, and he knows it. And he like he's, he's so he's excited about at it himself. Yeah. He's so into it. Yeah. Um. So his plan is they're going to jump Battlestar Galactica into an area that's like known as a Cylon like supply area. Um. And be very obvious and out in the open. And then once the Cylons jump in with their resurrection ship, they're going to kill the prisoners that they yeah, have. It's and brilliant. spread the disease, which will obviously instantly kill every Cylon like in when, the universe.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like when the colonists came and started putting smallpox blankets for uh, indigenous people. And then it just got real dark. Oh, sorry. But that's actually the thing that happened no, in No, I mean, this
1: is, this episode, like, reads as a morality play mm-hmm.
0: and like it is really interesting from a thematic standpoint to think about that and i think what what i write in my notes which i can't really see because i'm laying down but it was something along the lines of like the argument for genocide being like but they did
1: it first <laughs> like, what <a> <laughs> like what a ridiculous
0: well thing. and hilo
1: king vanilla he he calls them out on it yep. he's like If we like this is genocide and if we do it, we're no different than they are. And it's a really like it's a really tough argument because the Cylons did wipe out essentially the entire human race on 12 different planets. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. And it's also like that the fleet has accepted Athena as Mm. sort of like, quote, one of the good ones. Mm. Um, but they still see the rest of the sounds as things, as like not even like racism people. often in Australia. Um or other places. <laughs>
0: like Long Island. <laughs> 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 um What would you do? What would you do if you met was at home? <laughs> Sorry, this just came into my head. I feel like this is now a singing podcast. <laughs> I didn't even know if that was loud enough. It, it was whispered. <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> it's actually if your son was at home. Do you know that song? I do. It's, such yeah. a, it's actually really like that
1: song. It's got a good... What would you do if you had some silent prisoners <laughs> and they were real diseased <laughs> and you could kill them so they would read download
0: <laughs> Improv? Yeah. Great. Musical mm-hmm. improv. Um, cool. So tell me, what would you do? What would you do?
1: It's It's... It's so tough because, like, if you decided not to do it and then the Cylons came, like, tomorrow and wiped out the entire fleet, you'd be like, well, I guess we should have fucking killed them all Mm. with that disease, huh? Yeah. Um, I think there's something that they're really trying to touch on as well is,
0: like, the particular nature of biological warfare mm -hmm. as opposed to,
1: like, just, yeah. Yeah, like, they're okay with engaging Cylons in a firefight, but it is very much about biological weapons but I
0: think what's interesting about that is that I think that the biological weapons argument it's kind of like the civilian casualty argument in a lot of ways which is just like it's innocent people who are not necessarily combatants but the thing that falls down with the Cylons is that all of the Cylons are kind of combatants like we don't know anything about the Cylon we don't I mean you assume that all the Cylons are combatants we haven't had any
1: evidence that there are those who aren't really or except like they all for have, athena which is Hilo's argument that like she is a combatant. She,
0: she's just on their side so what i'm saying is like the argument that's made in war mm-hmm. is that civilian collateral and casualties and stuff is is immoral and that's like one of the main like tenets of war like oh so you're saying like like combatants people who are actively involved in fighting in the war and from everything that we understand about the cylon world is that all of them
1: are kind of part of that right yeah they all what we don't know is it seems like there is a small group of Cylons even though it's supposed to be this kind of egalitarian almost society Mm. it seems like there's a small group that are making all the decisions and sort of doing it on behalf of the rest of them Mm. and we don't know like are there other Cylons like Athena or like I don't know maybe we shouldn't killed all those humans Um, because there's so much like well all the sixes always agree with each other and all of the brothers Kevl always agree with each mm. other and we don't know the more specific details of who's actually in charge and who's making these decisions yeah. and I think that's kind of Hilo's argument is yes yeah. oh for sure are there and other people who would defect who have mm. regrets about what happened who could become allies who yeah. aren't inherently evil
0: yeah and I totally see Hilo's perspective I just think that it's an interesting thing because if you're speaking particularly to morality and war it is like Well, actually, all of the things that we sort of have in place in our world here, in this world that we live in now, are all about – and, like, this is a thing that I guess, like, the amount of times there's a drone attack and then it's like, oh, but they're all, like, enemy combatants and it's like bullshit. It's like they they basically throw in – any men who are, like, age 18 to, like, 30 as right. combatants, right? Exactly. And so it's like, okay, maybe that's what we're doing here. But, like, from what we've seen of the Cylon ships, it seems like everybody that we see and, like, all the ships that we see, like, we haven't been told about a civilian island ship or like it just seems like they're all sort of Yeah, part they of don't the war.
1: they don't separate it in the way that, that the, the humans, humans Star do. do. Yeah, yeah, they have their military and then they have their civilians. And so
0: like when you talk about violence in war, like that's when morality changes. So like an attack on the military is legitimate. Um, an attack on civilians is not legitimate in terms of, like, international law. It's
1: interesting that this is the argument you bring up because they actually don't talk about this at all within the episode. Their argument is solely, like, are we going to extinguish an entire, like, race of people Hmm. with biological weapons, but they never talk about the civilians' Because they don't see them as people. Yeah, they don't see them as people to even divide them into categories. And
0: that's the thing that I'm saying is that that's why I think that in our current world, we find biological warfare so heinous is because it is something that is indiscriminate. Whereas Mm. in their mind, they're like, well, all of them are the same. So what would you
1: do? I don't know. It's a good thing we're not. In charge of a fleet of the last survivors.
0: It's hard. Like I think probably if I was in, like truthfully thinking about it, if I was in that pressure situation, I think the presence of Athena would make it harder for me. Yeah. Um, But I think that I would probably ultimately go for the greater good as I would tend to. I would think that in the situation where they had exterminated all of the human race that it was a just decision, but it would be super hard. Yeah.
1: And I, I sort of think Rosalind might've had a more difficult time before the experiences on new Caprica, which they talk Mm. about in this scene. And I think after new Caprica, she knows that they're like never going to be safe until yeah. the silence are eliminated, and so I think what she thing has thing, like, to make the hard call. Yeah,
0: I think sitting here now and being like, "Oh, hypothetical world, oh, morality." But, oh. but if I think I've, if I had been through what they'd been through, there probably wouldn't be much out of my mind of
1: like what I would think would be the right thing. And she has this really tense exchange with Hilo, who s- he throws out the just the worst argument he possibly could have, which is they tried to live with us on New Caprica, <laughs> and you can yeah, see but he it wasn't even on New face. exactly, and she reminds him of that. This was actually a moment um, I read on the internet. <laughs> the actor who plays Hilo, whose name I think is pronounced Tamo Penicut. yeah, um, he he wanted that line next from the script oh, really? because he was like, Hilo wouldn't say this. This mm. is too out of character. Yeah. And they kept it in there. And like I kind of see why they kept it mm-hmm. because it's a really good scene. It's such a great scene for Roslyn. Mm. Um but they I think where this episode failed is it reduced our really complex characters plot down devices. into mm. Yeah, plot devices and one note kind of viewpoints. Mm-hmm. Um like I'm for this, I'm against this. Mm-hmm. Uh, And I I think it did a disservice to Mm. some of the more nuanced writing that we've seen from this show. Um, But yeah, he he throws out that argument and Rosalind gives him such hell. She's like, you weren't down there in that Mm -hmm. snake pit and I'm Mm going to pretend you didn't say that. But he was like, you know, Athena, she's a person. She's Mm. a person who made a choice and these are a race of people and we have to at least think about what we're doing. And Apollo is not hearing it at all. Yeah. But I mean, like, yeah,
0: this is all historical as well. Like, I was listening to, there's a podcast that I really like, and I suggest that people listen to. I don't know if I told you about it before. Um, it's called Behind the
1: Bastards. Oh, I think, I don't know if you told me about it, but I just downloaded it, oh, so really? maybe you did.
0: Oh, I really love it. It's great. And um, they just, uh, the guy's name is Robert Evans, I think. It was quite hilarious hearing him say, canberra which he said canberra <laughs> it's not it's canberra oh, like nobody say canberra it was like really funny how he said it i was like
1: <laughs> i don't even know what you're talking canberra
0: about is the capital city of australia did we not do this last time we did not we got into some the, there were states okay so the yes. capital city of australia is canberra I'm learning so much it's not melbourne or sydney okay. uh, melbourne and sydney had a fight and then canberra was created in the Australian Capital Territory, it's kind of like Ottawa. Interesting. If you know Canadian geography. Also no. Okay. Uh, it's like our Washington, D.C. Great. Great. So, anyway, he was talking about the history of phrenology. Um, oh, it's so fascinating and yeah, weird and wrong. Very racist. <laughs> yeah. uh, and there were a lot of arguments like that. And he was saying that some people who were on the right side of the abolitionist argument like voting against slavery were like still incredibly racist being like these people shouldn't even be actually I think it was even the phrenology but I think it was one on um, on Oregon uh so it was like on the history of racism in
1: oregon and there's like a lot of serious history for a state that considers itself pretty liberal yeah they were like a state founded on being white only yeah and it
0: was like white only they didn't have slavery because they didn't want any black people there um and then now there's been a lot of like race riots happening in oregon um, which is super interesting. Anyway, I really suggest you go and listen to it. There's some amazing episodes. I think there's one on... And so he tries to cover people who are not necessarily the people that we know. Uh, so he do like the bastards behind the Nazi party who weren't Nazis. Or like the influence of Hollywood on the Nazi um, regime. Or like the relationship there. Um, he's done some super great episodes, and then just on people like uh, Duterte, and like it's just super interesting and just to go really in depth. He also did um, uh, some on uh, what's his face, uh, who is currently adding to the Mueller investigation. Who? No, I can't. I've the lawyer? Which one? The guy who's in prison? Who they're like? Oh, he's sick. Now,
1: is it? It's not Robert Mueller. Muller, I believe, is leading the investigation. Yeah, yeah, so it's not him.
0: I've lost the name. Anyway, he's done some really interesting episodes. Go check it out. Also, I'll at him on Twitter for this episode.
1: And We've called out a lot of
0: podcasts on this episode. <laughs> I know, but like I really enjoy podcasts. Yeah, and, no, of course. Um, I love a good podcast. I love to I love to share the good ones. And also, um, yeah. Robert Evans, if you're listening, um, have me be a guest on your podcast. That will be great. All right. I'll even go down to the West Coast for it. I love you.
1: I love oh, show. Let's have a road trip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, w- I really want to drive across America. I've always
1: wanted to do that. Okay, cool. Okay. We
0: have our, oh, my God, we can podcast. It. Oh, it's going to be great. Okay, okay, cool. Guys, watch this space.
1: Uh, amazing. Um, We might need a few more Patreon supporters. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to hear about Kaylee and Lisa's <laughs> road, road trip, trip across
0: the U.S., I actually do have a a podcast idea that would benefit from a road trip across the U.S. So we can talk about that later. All
1: right, let's think on that. Mm -hmm. It
0: would be way more wide-reaching than a Battlestar Galactica (laughs) podcast. Speaking of
1: Battlestar Galactica. (laughs) What a great (laughs) segue. Uh, We're back in the uh, torture chamber. Yep, this is, I think, where my boner note is. Oh, got it. Yeah.
0: And also when she goes to him... I know you don't usually thinking about me when we're having sex. And I'm like, Oh my God. I am Equations,
1: sons, puzzles, and laundry.
0: And you have Trisha Helfer on top of you. I was like, what? I, I had underlines. I was like, I am offended that anyone would think about anything else
1: with six on top of them (laughs) like you could make the argument that other people think about six when they're fucking someone else like surely no one's thinking about laundry when they're fracking sex no it's nothing. come on you're incorrect i do love james Callis's torture acting he's really good it's he put he put himself out there i just think he's so great he's like actually crying yeah it's It's very difficult to watch yeah it's uncomfortable Um, That's what you want. It's what you want in a torture scene. (laughs) No, but you want to feel uncomfortable. (laughs) In a torture slash slash sex scene. So yeah, Six is like on top of him and she's undressing and telling him to use his intellect against Deanna. Now, can I say, he makes some really good points. Oh, about God? Yeah. Yup. I was like, dude, you're doing well how like the stories and myths we have about god were all written down by men and Mm -hmm. therefore they're extremely flawed yep yeah and pretty much agree with that if you think that everything happens for a reason maybe this too happened for
0: a reason Mm -hmm. like i was like i'm here for this i feel like i feel like i want that read out as a kaylee poem
1: okay we can come back to that.
0: Okay, we'll think about it. Yeah, amazing. I want to hear from our listeners if they like our random
1: slime poems but it seems like we're delving into song territory as well. <laughs> Should so. we start making songs. Why not? I'm so confused. In the bed? <laughs> we have we have all the production capabilities.
0: Shoes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Spin-off maybe. Oh,
0: we have so many spin-offs. <clears throat>
1: Um, anyway, support us on Patreon because this is the kind of content that you'll be getting. Guys. You're welcome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> then we just lose a lot of Patreon support. <laughs> I liked them those till until they started <laughs> singing and doing weird poetry. <laughs> Got a little out there. Uh so Deanna turns down the torture machine that's like on a wheel, like an old iPad. Like mm-hmm. the, yeah, mm. yeah, 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 exactly. And she says, this is what the absence of pain feels like. I know. It's great. <laughs> Guys, I'm on number three.
0: That's like what said. this weekend episode has done to me. Tiana's face is just correct. That was my note. It's correct. It's correct for this whole scene. Like with Gaius being like, just saying weird shit and then just being like, Yeah, but he
1: like, he lays out this amazing argument about the existence of God and what we can know about him. And if we all knew God's will, we'd all be gods. Mm -hmm. And then he goes, let me help you change. And it's just like, oh, fracking Gaius. Like you got so close. And then you're like, I know better than you and I can make you better and you should listen to me. It's like, you just lost the argument, I think everybody,
0: when they're fracking six, has that level of confidence, wouldn't you? I don't know i'm just being like
1: i am a god (laughs) 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 obviously i feel like i would like like i'm not worthy (laughs) (laughs) pretty much yeah (laughs)
0: um but yeah (sighs) diana's face in this whole time is
1: how is it how is her face when she's Sticking that like USB cord in his ear. <laughs> it's so much. It's such a ridiculous little just, piece of technology. But she's looking at him being like so confused
0: because he's like, don't stop. Don't mm-hmm. stop. And then he's like, I love you. And she's like, what like I crap? want
1: you to believe in me. I believe in you. I love you. Yeah. But she's very she's moved into by it. it. Well, we know that Deanna is looking, looking for love in all the wrong places. She is. Because she held that baby. She did. She knew true love. She no, did. she wants more of it. She does. Yeah, it's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my note says, Deanna oh, you love me? Oh, okay, I could be into that." <laughs> <laughs> she like smiles and pets his head. It's very weird. It's very weird end result for a torture scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's move right on to Athena finding out she's immune because she carried a half-human child. It's nice yeah good for her just like oh my little baby daughter died but she saved my life and she kept us together and now I'm going to undo your pants and he was like no I am too (laughs) responsible and mature to do sex right now (laughs) there's going to be genocide and I have to tell you about it oh uh, he's so good and so we're cutting between this scene and the scene between adama and rosalyn and adama's like for biological weapons i don't have the authority to make this call <laughs> she's like you're handballing this to me sure <laughs> yeah classic that's in the box. man <laughs> and um can i
0: can i call out this line posterity doesn't look too kindly on genocide yeah true. yeah true facts mm-hmm. true facts
1: but she's like if anyone is around to look back and judge us for what we did that she's means like, we did it. the right thing yep
0: yeah <laughs> she, i did like her response i just like though that was a beautifully worded line
1: yeah no there's they bring up some really important issues in this episode which and we decided to talk about 90s movies instead well, we got there eventually <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, you... she's just like unshakable. She's she yeah. knows this is the right call, and she authorizes yeah. the use of the disease, and it's they're almost going to be successful. But yeah, so we're back with Hilo and Athena, and she's like, I have to prove I'm a person every day. I also was so ready for Athena to turn Hilo in. This oh, oh, wow. You thought she would go a step further. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty impressive that she's like, yeah, like I'm fine with sitting back and watching my entire race be destroyed. Yeah. What human can do that? Yeah. That's pretty badass. I thought
0: so. I feel like Kilo and Athena are like equal contenders for the BDE award. Mm,
1: yeah. We're going to have, I think, some pretty serious debating for this episode. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's continue and finish and then we can uh discuss we'll get to the b d e which mm-hmm. is the
1: most important part of the episode of course yeah so uh we finally get a shot of starbuck yes <laughs> queen <laughs> after uh Rosalind gives them the okay they like set the plan in motion and then <laughs> there's just like it's like hot dog getting into a uh, viper and starbuck getting into a viper mm-hmm. and now it's just like oh hey starbuck
0: yeah i know i was so happy to see her what is even up with you she was just there for a second
1: okay we should talk about this deleted scene though what was a deleted scene there was a whole entire scene which like probably it would have sucked for our boy simon because there was a scene where to get information starbuck took the leoban and questioned him Mm -hmm. and it was like a reverse of what happened on new Caprica and she's like can I have that though can I have that scene though and Ronald D. Moore was like oh we cut that out because like it kind of didn't flow with the rest of the episode and it just I feel like that's where this episode really misses the mark is like they wanted to tell this morality story and they cut out a lot of the like really amazing like character work. Naked Gaia's dancing around. I think that I was think that was, was cut for a slightly different reason. But sure, hey, what I'm saying the, is they cut give the good a, give the people what they want. Exactly. <laughs> I
0: want charming naked Gaia's,
1: and I, I want, want Starbucks torturingly open. Yes, I want yep. these things both. What the frack? Exactly. And so instead of that, we have just nothing from Starbucks. No. Like, which is and never then I, okay I guys it's never it. ever okay Starbuck would know that there was a uh, Leoben on the ship there's no way she would would have sat that one out nope she would have been all over that little prison room for sure so I'm pretty friggin' bummed that that scene didn't make it in. Guys, if you know where we can get these scenes, particularly... Or honestly, if you have the DVDs and know that that's actually a scene on the DVDs, let but us know.
0: Particularly, we're looking for naked James Callis.
1: Even Kaylee.
0: <laughs> Even
1: Kaylee is into I'm it. queer as hell and I'm like, all right, James. Yeah. 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 I can hang with you. So <laughs> they're like going through this plan. Meanwhile, Healer's like... I'm just going to unscrew these couple of bolts. Yes. I'm going to unplug this one little wire and that's it. Yeah. That's all I have to do. Pretty good. You would think that they would have some sort of better security measure for like... Yes, you would. I, I know that there aren't networked computers on Galactica because that was the whole thing of the whole thing. Mm. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> but you would think like, oh... There's no oxygen in this room anymore. Maybe we could have a little alarm. Maybe. Flashing lights or something. Maybe there could have been somebody stationed outside of the room where they held the prisoners. Maybe. five Cylon prisoners and they've never had on this ship before. Didn't we have an
0: episode before where, wasn't it the one with, wasn't it the six degrees of separation one where they lost all the oxygen in a room when they were exercising with Starbuck in Apollo? They did. And there was no alarm then either. I
1: guess. All right. Hmm. All right. Because
0: it was like, I guess that checks out, but alarm. also... No, I mean, it's consistent. It's not It's consistent smart. that it's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> it's consistently <laughs> wrong. But I feel
1: like just, it's consistent. It just I like seems like a fail safe that yeah. you'd want to administer, whatever. It also seems like the people who are supposed to carry out the executions of the Salon prisoners that make the plan work should have been stationed in the room with the Cylons, yeah, instead of a down dad, a bunch of hallways, it's true. outside the room, they were so far away from them. They're so far away from them. It's true. Why? <laughs> no one was guarding. Literally, then not one guard. All right, have another beer. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. This episode doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> like the just the whole plot revolved around them, and no one's in the room. Fine, whatever. Yep. So, Hilo's <laughs> executed his plan. He did. Uh, there. And it has this whole monologue This whole monologue that was so with staged Sherry in the background It was like. like It reminded me of like High school theater When you're like Just like The the kids are too dumb And you just have to tell them Where to stand And they don't know why They're standing there So they just do it That's <laughs> That's it's what this scene was about. It's of our lives like. Also like that
0: One person you in the background deliver a monologue delivering To a wall a To a wall Yeah With her in the background being like
1: Facial expression. I will say her look in the back Okay, oh, my favorite, great. my favorite Battlestar Galactica look is the half pulled down flight suit. Yes, to where they've got the like the tank top and then like the little like it's very hip, hot. The hip bones yeah, yeah. are exposed, and then it's like, but look how tough I am. Yeah. on the bottom. When we, go, it's a good
0: look. It is when we go to the convention that we inevitably get asked yeah, to for course. our p- podcasting fame. i will be. Um, we shall dress like that. Mm. All the more reasons right into your local convention,
1: <laughs> especially if there's a lot of Buffy cast there. Continue. Uh, that's, that's so many birds with one stone. It's oh so, be so exciting. Oh, I couldn't even. Uh, yeah. This scene is absolutely ridiculous. Yes. It's so. I had notes about that. It's so over the top.
0: Um, but then also I was like, after that, definitely, are we sure Athena is not going to turn him in?
1: Yeah, no, she's, she's with her man. Yeah, mm-hmm. she loves him. But she also stayed, Even with the dramatic stayed true to her uniform. Poquero nos dos.
0: Why not both? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> I don't speak Spanish yet. It's on my list.
1: I don't either, but I feel like that was wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Probably. Poquero uh, is what? It's poquero nos dos. Sure. Why not do It's true. <laughs> We'll post that
1: uh g- I am pretty sure too.
0: is it Anna who lives in Colombia? I believe so. Yeah, cool. Tell me about my Spanish.
1: Hey Anna. <laughs> Give us some Spanish lessons. Alright, we're almost there. We're at the last scene. So uh Adama and Rosalind are having a little like this is what happened. Mm-hmm. Let's let's recap for our and viewers. drink whiskey, but not too much whiskey. Well, Rosalind turns turns down the apocalypse whiskey. She does. She's like, reserve that shit. We mm-hmm. didn't we didn't do anything today to where we earned apocalypse whiskey. I agree. Yeah. Uh, so we find out the uh, all the oxygen got sucked out of the room via mm. the air purification system, and Adama is not going to investigate. And Rosalind's just like, how convenient. <laughs> and. They get into some more stuff about the beacon. So the beacon is also a major plot point Mm. plot hole in this episode. Yes.
0: Uh, Oh, also, I totally think it was properly. I think that they diseased it on purpose.
1: Well, if this was left by the 13th tribe, it would have been left at a time when humans were still able to contract this disease. It wouldn't have been a silent only disease. Or also they wouldn't have known that the sounds existed because that all happened 40 years ago. And this was like thousands of years ago. All
0: of this has happened before
1: and all of it will happen again.
0: Okay. I wasn't uh, sure where you're going with that. Oh, I mean, just <laughs> something I don't feel like we've ever said that before. Um, <laughs> or will ever. Or again. will ever again. Um, I think, look, I think they're smarter than you think they are.
1: Just like okay, so the beacon was a signpost to Earth. Yes. And I don't know, maybe it contained some information or something, and they were like, I don't know. There's no way to possibly quarantine a beacon. Let's just leave it. Oh shit, it got blown the the ship, up with the shit. And it got blown up. So this was another thing that uh Ronald D Moore addressed on his podcast and was like, We had a whole plot point where they brought the beacon onto Galactica, and Cottle was like studying it, and they were looking at their it, and it just like all the plot became about the beacon, and it was really boring. And he just decided to blow it up, okay. and like I kind of respect that decision, but it is a, a plot hole, yeah. Where it's like, oh, there was this beacon to Earth. We'll never know if it had any more information. So let's say it's gone. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, um, but Cottle's pretty convinced that uh, it was an accident. So I don't know. someone sneezed. Someone forgot to wipe their nose. It's like when
0: you go back in time and then you sneeze on a dinosaur and then you extinct the whole species. Yeah, We've all seen that's that. That's
1: how that happened. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Cool. All right. We should wrap this up. <laughs> we should. So we leave it at like it really was a signpost to Earth, hooray! Except the silence are also looking for Earth. Two roads diverged in space. Will it be heaven or will it be ruin?
0: is the question that we're asking right mm. now. <laughs> there we go. All right. Where are we at in our Cylon and Frank C- Frack?
1: Yeah. Fract- so we Fract- saw, we saw every sound except for brother Cavill. There was, there were no brother Cavill's visible, which is very sad episode. because we love Cavill. Oh, I do. Favorite Cylon. Uh, so I mean, notable Cylons were Athena, Capricus six and tortured Simon. Diana. And, and Simon. Simon. Yeah. Yeah. The five prisoners were Simon, Leo, Doral, Six and Sharon. Con- again, conveniently I guess was Five, five different models else. so they didn't have to do a double for those scenes. Exactly. <laughs> um as they far as all their
0: money on that one scene in the first season yeah where that was, they were, all the they were like we can't
1: do this again maybe the Ever. finale or something <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> we've got some fracks we've mm-hmm. got matthias with a fracking resurrection ship fracking matthias fracking matthias BDE, son sure. of a bitch mm. There's a bun- there's a couple of fracks that get thrown around in the chaos on the Cylon ship, and mm-hmm. I don't know who said them. Mm-hmm. So we have mystery fracks. Somebody says, Frack me, this one's alive. Somebody else says, Either waste the frackers or keep away from the frackers. Yeah. And then uh, in the end, Starbuck, like one of her two lines in this episode is, Let's frack up some toasters. Yeah. Cool. And
0: so let's have an argument about BD then. About BD. I feel like we did our themes.
1: I liked your six argument. Oh, look, you're not wrong. <laughs> six is pretty good. That you can Fuck convince away, someone torture. that they're not being tortured by tracking them in their head.
0: All right, look, I feel like this just might be a three-way... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, couldn't help it. Uh, a three-way conversation that we should ask our listeners. I think this will be a tough one.
1: So who are your other two?
0: Helo and Athena. Alright. Yeah.
1: Both both swinging some mm-hmm. BDE around in the different one. different kind of BDE. Yeah, everyone's got their own BDE style. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Six is fracking. Helo's Savin'
0: Rebellin. Yeah. Savin'. And Athena's uh Loyalin. Kinda. <laughs> one way of loyalin. Uh <laughs> or just zooming her entire race.
1: Cool. Yeah. On that note. I think Rosalind's up there too. Oh, yeah. Roslyn's like, yeah, no, exterminate the whole race. <laughs> no, I won't hear any arguments to the contrary. I am adding a, f- I'm making this a foursome. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the right amount of women.
0: <laughs> it's
1: true. So I'm here for it.
0: Okay, cool. Well, I think that's us. Uh, sorry. We actually had planned to release this uh, earlier in the week, but then, you know, life happened. It does. Uh, but we will be back in a couple of days with the next episode and then we will be getting to i think the next one after that is unfinished business which seems to That's be two episodes from now and fave and
1: we've got some people looking forward to that episode we, we have let had me tell you
0: lots of feedback uh we will probably be doing a live watch on twitter because we like to do that with your favorite eps. Mm-hmm. so stay tuned for that we will try and get a date out for you soon yeah and Again, we continue with no uh, sign out, so we're just going to awkwardly.
1: Um, folks, we know you have a choice in <laughs> Battlestar Galactica recap podcast today. And we appreciate you flying with us. <laughs> Did you plan that? I'm thinking. I'm thinking about it. I don't think it's one forever, but it, it was for today. <laughs> okay, thanks for flying with us, folks. <laughs> See you soon.